Now we're going to begin chapter 15. Chapter 15 is a separate discourse from 14. Um, or at least, yes, that's a good way to put it. We don't know how these were delivered. Um, but this precious text, in its so limpid, in its clarity, um, I was just the other day translating it again uh, for this taping, and I thought, this is uh, just limpid. It's so clear, and it gives us a glimpse into the inner life of God. So it starts. I am. Ego imi. I am. Sometimes as a title follows that, sometimes it's just I am. Huh? Anihu. This time it follows I am the true vine, and my father is the farmer. What does he mean when he says true vine? That they're false vines? Probably. But true, in this sort of a sense, sir, uh, means perfect. In contrast to imperfect. For instance, in Isaiah 5, Israel is called a vine. We had this in one of the readings oh, some weeks ago. Let me sing the song of the, my father's of the vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard. He dug all around it and all that. Remember? And the gospel was the having a vineyard and sending prophets and they all got beat up. And then here comes the son will kill him again. The vineyard is Israel. Or you have it, Psalm 80 and so forth. So Israel is the vineyard. Jesus, so he says, I'm the true vine, meaning I'm not imperfect, I'm perfect. It's not true that the other vine was false, it was imperfect. Now it's perfect. It's been fulfilled in me. I am Israel. My body is the new Israel. You see? Uh, I'm the vine. Now this whole text is going to be about abiding in Jesus like a branch on a vine. You see? So I'm going to probably say this a few times as we go through this, these verses. What does abide mean for John? Abide for us means like you park your car. Your car abides there. Plop. No. Abide in John means let my word abide in you, let, let I abide in you. It's a, it's a very interior dynamic activity initiated and sustained by the Holy Spirit, by which we absorb the reality of Christ and his word. That's what it means to abide. It's not um, inanimate. It's animate. It's alive. So, you see, here we have, I am the true vine, and my father is the farmer. So I am Israel. But though I am Israel, my people are not perfect. You know, I am they and they are I. They're the vine and I'm the vine. So every uh, branch 
attached to me, not bearing fruit, he removes it. So there can be branches attached that are not bearing fruit. Well, they're going to get removed. Whew. That means we've got to think. Where am I not bearing fruit? He's going to say, look, don't worry. Just come to me. I can show you. I will help you. But that's, um, you see, then all that bear fruit, he cleanses. He purifies. Um, prunes. But that um, it may bear more fruit. How come I'm going through this trial? To get the sin out of your life. So that you can bear more fruit of love, praise, trust, preach the gospel. That's why. Well, I don't have sin in my life. You kidding? I never heard anybody say that. You see? He cleanses it. You see? Um, so that it'll bear more fruit. So you bear no fruit, you get cut off. You take, how do I translate that? He removes it. And all that bear fruit, he cleanses, that it bear more, that it may bear more fruit. Well, where am I in this? He tells us, you are already cleansed because of the word that I have spoken to you. This is how we're cleansed. The word comes and dwells in us, huh? abides in us, and as we yield to that, we step out of the darkness, the soil, soiled part of it. We're cleansed. It's the power of the Word. Because you see, all the words of God come down to the Word. And so, all that the Word has done for us and said to us, you see, um, it, it, it comes to us, you see, um, and so that's why we're pure. You are all cleansed, huh? Well, you are cleansed. He doesn't say all. You are all, you are cleansed because of the word I spoke to you. My word has a power to cleanse you, take you out of darkness, fear, sin, mess, whatever. I can do it. Because when I speak my word, I'm giving you the truth. And the truth is the revelation of my Father. Remember how we've already had in chapter 14, if you remember, in verse 21, uh, the one who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me, right? And then what does he say? You see? And I will love, and my Father will love him. My Father will love him because he keeps my word. And I will love him and I will show myself. That's the way to enlightenment. Just do what Jesus tells you. Well, how do I know what he told me? You can start with the Ten Commandments. You can start wherever you want. Then if you want to hear the Lord talk to you and have his word purify you, just pick up the Bible and read it. This is what will change your life. You can start by saying, Lord, I've never looked at this thing before or I've done it sporadically and it never made any sense. But if you're going to tell me your word is going to purify me, I'm going to read it. 
reminds me one of the brothers in the monastery. Um, big strong guy. I used to work with him. And, uh, he would tire me out when I was strong. Uh, well then he got another job. He volunteered for a quieter, not run around on the farm so much so he could pray. So he picked me up. I was coming home from Rome and he still had that old green truck he always had. And he sent him, they sent him to go get me at the airport. So I'm putting my stuff in the back of his truck and I'm sitting there and we're going home. So I said to him, well, bro, how's it going? And he said, you know, he's got these huge hands, big as twice as mine. And he says, you know, I made up my mind. And he pounds on the steering wheel. Bang. Prayer life or bust. I thought, there's a guy who gets it. You know, prayer life or I don't care if I get distracted. I don't care if I fall asleep. I don't care if I'm sick. I don't care if I'm a failure. Prayer, life, or bust. That's what this text is saying, you see. Uh, abide in me. Stay with me, in me, see. Mean it to any me. Kago any me. And I in you. Mutual indwelling. He indwells us, and we indwell him. Isn't that beautiful? He's not saying this, you know, uh, for certain superstars. He's saying, anybody wants this, come. And if you stick with me long enough, you'll be a superstar. I can do it. I can make you a saint. I don't want to get that close. You know what? Come. You will be so filled with joy. You know, we read the lives of the saints. And there's this suffering and that suffering. This suffering and that suffering, this rejection, you know. So you say to yourself, you know, I think I'll just be a Sunday Catholic. Put my money into collection and hope for the best. But instead of reading the lives about the saints, you read the lives written by the saints themselves. All they talk about is joy. Depends on who you listen to. It's very interesting. Okay. You see? Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it remain on the vine, so you, uh, unless you remain in me. Remain, remain, remain. Abide, abide, abide. Whatever word you like. Abide, as I've already said, is not sort of an innate, like the apple resides in the basket abides in the basket now. This is a deep inner reality stirred up by the Holy Spirit by which, you see, we assimilate the Word and have it live in us. The Word is Jesus. You see? Um, so, just the same way, see, unless it reminds on the vein, so you also, unless you remain in me, Remain, remain, remain. Abide, abide, abide. The key word in this chapter 15. So, like Brother Raymond, you can say, I'm going to find out what it means to abide or bust. I've got to find out what this means to abide in Jesus and have Him abide in me. And I'm going to start. You see? And then he goes on. I'm the vine, you're the branches. I'm the body, you're the members. Same, just another image, okay? 
the one abiding in me and I in him. What a thrill. Jesus abiding in us and we in him. Mutual abiding. That's love. You see? Uh, that one bears much fruit. Because without me, you can't do anything. Face it. Go ahead, try. Try anything you want. You'll be back. Because it won't work. But with me, you can do wonders. You can do miracles if you want. You see? Uh, if anyone abides in me, I'm sorry, if anybody was not abiding in me, he's thrown out like a branch, and it dries up, and they gather it up. Don't let that happen to you. Abide. So what does that mean? Start, like Brother Raymond, prayer life or bust. Pick up the scriptures and say, I'm going to understand this thing if it's the last thing I do. Well, it'll be the last thing you do until the Holy Spirit comes. So you start by saying, Holy Spirit, come. I've tried five times before. It doesn't make any sense. Give me another chance. Let me read this and have it make sense. Let me abide in Jesus as Jesus abides in me. So if you abide in me and my words abide in you, notice my words, my words, my words. And the words I speak to you in your heart, you see, abide in you. Ask what you want and it will be done for you. It will happen for you. And in this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and you become my disciples. You want to glorify the Father, you see. Then, you see, abide in Jesus. Do what he says. Now, that's tough. You know, I mean, like, not tough. It's just tough that we're dumb, you know. I tell the young kids sometimes, I think I've used this image before, Jesus is like a baseball coach. So he's up there by home plate, and he hits out grounders so they can feel them. He hits out maybe 300 grounders to us a day. We see about 30, 40. We field about 10. Why don't we up that Get more alert for the ball when it's coming. Hear him say something. It can be tiny. But that's how we practice for the big ones. You walk into your bathroom in the morning on a winter day and it's chilly in there. I think I'll turn on the heat. Or maybe not. I'll just offer that up. That's not martyrdom. But it's yielding to the Lord. And you don't have, oh, maybe that's the Lord. Maybe that's not the Lord. You can say, Lord, I don't know if it's you or not. But in case it is, I'm not going to turn it on. But don't get nervous about it. However, that's as far as we go today. That's what it means to abide in Jesus. It's a work of love and enthusiasm and joy. Amen.